we are on to rep number five, and we are now in the book of James. We'll do James chapter four, and we're still just reading different chapters and sections uh, with uh, prose, biblical prose discourse, just to get better at it. It's doing one rep after another. Now, this is James. What can you tell me about James, Kadaja, who'll be reading? James is what kind of literature? Does he... Does he sound more like a psalm or more like a proverb? Uh, or, more like a proverb. Yeah, he sounds more like a proverb. So that kind of gives us a clue. This is wisdom literature. Um, so wisdom literature or wisdom prose discourse, whenever you're reading wisdom literature, the authors are trying to help you how to live a good life. So that's a good backdrop to know. This isn't um, somebody trying to correct a pastoral issue necessarily. This isn't a list of instruction. This is he's trying to show me how to live a good life. Um from his perspective. And so this was a letter still, but it's just a collection of James's thoughts. And he, it was sent out to several different churches. So that's the back, uh, background information. And then we'll just go from there. All righty. James 4. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire, you desire but do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us, but he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? Now listen, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why do you even know what, why you do not even know what, will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. All right. So understanding. All right. Hold on. I was who is, huh? Sorry, I was trying to find, I didn't circle my connector. Words, oh, okay. I'm I'm I had one more. Where was it, y'all? Um, I had therefore anyway. in verse four. Yeah. And then I had verse seven. What was another one? 
Uh, oh, then. yes, then. That's mm-hmm. what I have, yeah. Um, okay, so author, sorry. The author is James, or Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is the audience? Um wasn't very clear in this one, yeah. but it was to the church, to just uh, different churches in the region. Okay, okay. wasn't clear in know. chapter four. Um, yeah, yeah. Normally, you say it in one mm-hmm. or no? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure he does. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so um, what is the point being made before the logical connector word? So um, I spotted two. So in verse four, it says, um, let me just read it. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I need to summarize what beforehand, before that. Yeah, but before uh, we get to therefore. Well, I'm I mean, sorry, what's up? well, I mean, you kind of sum. you don't have to go that I deep. Read. I mean, basically by reading it, you summarize it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I think in a way yeah, you tell yeah. me. So, yeah. Okay. So, I also saw um, another connector word in verse Mm 7. And you said that you spotted that one as well. So, it says, uh, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Um, So, like, that's connecting the thought that um, verse 4, I think, where he talks about you adulterous people, um, that we that we don't need to be friends with the world because God is jealous for us. So we need to make sure that we submit ourselves to God. Right. Uh, I would say verse six is probably verse a six? more okay. closer to that. Read verse six right quick. Verse, he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. And then, submit yourselves then to God. But I thought that was all kind of connected. Fair enough. So I, I guess I wanted to go back up a little bit. Yes. I'm with you. Um, so you mean like verses four through six? Four verses four through six. Through six. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I thought you were saying I took that as just verse as just verse four. I'm but. sorry, no, I didn't get down to verse six, but that was the idea. My but bad. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, you're right. Um, but yeah, I think that those were the only ones I think I spotted. Mm-hmm. Um, did y'all see any other those ones? Those are the only two that I got. Okay. So if you were to summarize all of this, what would you? Um. I think, like, they have sub sub um, titles. So mm-hmm. with this one, from verse 4 to verse, uh, I'm sorry, verse 1 to verse 12, it, the subtitle is Submit Yourselves to God. So I think that's the thought, is that we need, it, we need to be submitted to God, that we don't need to... Um, to be submitted to other things. Because mm-hmm. it, it first starts out with, you know, we quarrel and fight and you covet because you may be submitted to something other than the Lord and you mm-hmm. want that those things. Look um, at the, um, um, the adjective he uses in verse 4, starting in verse 4. Adulterous. adulterous. Oh, yeah, adulterous, yeah, yeah. So we are giving our heart, our affections, all of that to other things mm-hmm. besides the Lord. We're cheating um, on them. Yeah, 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 because we want to fulfill our selfish desires and our the, our pleasures. We want to, like you said in verse 3, we want to spend it on us. So um, I think the thought is for us to just be submitted to the Lord in every way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then verse 13 <coughs> to verse 17 um, is just saying that we boast about tomorrow. So I don't know if it's a, the whole thing, if it's just one 
thought for the whole thing. Mm, he kind of it's kind of like proverbs. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm like. Really, it's kind of separated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Okay. That's all. All right. So then, so if you, uh, how would this reading this have shaped, um, the original audience's view of God? Um, I think. I think he talks about in where it says in verse four. No, I'm sorry. Verse five that God. um, He jealously longs for the spirit that he caused to dwell in us. Um, So it helps us to see that, okay, God is jealous for what he has placed in us. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we don't need I, I don't need to try to give my affection, my love to other gods, lowercase g, um, gods, because all of this belongs to him. So I need to make sure that I submit all of myself to the Lord Mm -hmm. um, and not try to let me hold this part for myself. Let Mm -hmm. me hold this for my selfish um, desires and please myself when I need to give all of this that he's placed in me. I need to give it back to this God. Um, So, he is worthy. I think what what James may be trying to say is we need to submit ourselves to a worthy God. Like he is worthy of our submission. Hmm. Um, and maybe to question your view of God, like, do you think that he's worthy of your submission? Um, and to, uh, yeah, I think that was all, that was all I was going to say on That's that good. part. Yeah. And I would add that it should also um, paint the picture of God as being gracious because here it is. They are adulterous. Yeah. In verse four, we see that. But verse six says, but he gives us more grace. Amen. That's good. Um, And so it's like he's not an unfair God. And I've even heard where people talk about like verse five, what you brought out about um, God being a jealous God, where some people have taken this out of context and mm. said things like God is jealous of me as like an um mm. yeah as like go ahead um and it's like that's not what you know that's not what the scripture ever meant as yeah. far as God mm-hmm. is not jealous of anything that he he created yeah <laughs> that doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense <laughs> um but so and so it's just like this is first of all it lets me know if you're not a spouse who would, who is jealous because there is a there is a righteous jealousy. A righteous jealousy. Mm-hmm. I'm not. It's not this toxic jealousy where you controlling. You're controlling people because even in God's jealousy, He's not controlling us mm-hmm. and making us do what He wants. Like mm-hmm. what He wants us to do, He is calling out to us. He's giving us, um, you know, uh, a way to Him. Mm-hmm. But He's not like well. I'm going to make your hand do what I want you to do at this, you know, or whatever. And so that's not a righteous jealousy. And anybody who is not, like if you have if you're a married couple and you see your spouse with somebody that's not you interacting with them in a way that's not you, even if it's not full-blown sex, just the wrong kind of touch, you would just be like, what is What is going on? That's interest mm-hmm. that's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like and you don't I don't think you really love a person if you don't have that as a spouse, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and so as ones who are who are married to the church, married to God, as or married to Jesus as His bride, you can see why God would just be like, "This hurts me that you know what I've put inside you. Yeah. You use it to go do these other yeah. things, yeah. these things where you you use it to go kill. That's not who I am. Mm-hmm. 
You use it to fight and quarrel. Mm-hmm. That's not who I am. Slander. Yeah. Slander. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is where I think verse four sums it up. Like, don't you know that friendship with the world mm-hmm. means enmity against God? Mm-hmm. And it sticks out to me because I feel like I see see this in our culture today where we are really fighting to be like the world. Mm-hmm. How can we get the world in? Like, we got to be friends. We got to have this kind of music, do these kind of things, have these kind of events. Because we really got to have the smoke and mirrors to really bring in the world. Mm-hmm. And we're not trying to be friends with the world in that way. Like, and it's okay, you know, these things are okay mm-hmm. in and of themselves, but as far as making these constant comparisons to what the world does and then try to shape our lives based on that, that means that we're a friend to them. Mm-hmm. Like, you, this is what you do with your friends. You yep. go with them and you're like, oh, that, that outfit is cute on them. Mm-hmm. I wonder how a different color might look on me mm-hmm. as opposed to my friendship with God. I'm like, oh, God, that character looks good on, on you. I like how you are so faithful. Am I faithful like that? Yeah, yeah. that's good. Um, and so this is really what I think sums it up is that you're adulterous because you're trying to be friends with this group of people mm-hmm. that I never called you to be friends mm-hmm. with. And when you do that, you become an enemy of mine. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I think that the overall takeaway that the people, that, that this audience may have taken, that may have been shaped by the audience was would be that God is gracious. God is rightfully jealous. And God wants to be our friend. That's good. That's good. That's good. That was your prescription. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah. <laughs> exactly what I was going yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the smoothest transition, <laughs> period. What's your, what's your uh, prescription? Prescription. Um, it's a lot of it yeah. is. I mean, you, yeah, I you can take full. away a whole bunch. Yeah, give us. I'll uh, just give, give you us a couple. The, uh, what did Brian Regan say? <laughs> Gonna give me a baby aspirin and cut it in half. <laughs> give us the baby. Give us the cut in half baby aspirin version. Okay, okay. <laughs> um. So I think okay. I'll start at the top, like, um, with fights and quarrels, um. Because you said... We, this is yeah. not about to be a baby aspirin version. I, okay. I will start at the top. We're getting the whole full-blown aspirin. I'm starting at getting the top. Getting two of them. Extra strength. <laughs> <laughs> That's so silly. Here we go. Okay, but for real. Um, fights and quarrels, like, like Adrian said, we see this today. And so I, I, I just think about like in our culture, even church culture, mm-hmm. um, where we can be bickering over things that some people may think like this stuff doesn't even matter. But I would I would want us to question why am I fighting yeah. about this? Why why is there a, why are we arguing about these things um that probably doesn't even matter but but it reveals something about our hearts. And I would think that we would may need to question is it because of my pride because it goes down to verse 6 God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble Mm -hmm. so is it connected to my pride and then do I have is 
is part of my, am I really submitting my whole heart to the Lord? Because if I was giving him my whole heart, would would I really be arguing and fighting about things that really don't matter? Mm -hmm. Like, it really doesn't matter. So am I trying to get my selfish desires met? Am I trying to please myself? Do I not receive these things because I have wrong motives? So I, I just would want to question myself. Like, let me examine my own heart, Lord. Do I have wrong motives? Am I asking for things and then I'm not seeing my prayers answered because my my motives are wrong? And so, Lord, um, check my motives. As you say that, why am I fighting the fights that I'm fighting? Yeah, yeah. It's like, do I have right motives with the fights that I'm even fighting? Yeah. I just think about... that's. Social media culture produces people who want to fight, but it's yeah. just like, why am I fighting that fight? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was one thing. <laughs> um, let me see what else. Um, I mean, I could. Okay, you said baby, so, so baby. Um, <laughs> okay, no boasting about tomorrow because I could do that. I, I do that, and so it's like. Checking me like, okay, don't say I'm going to go here and do this tomorrow and make all these plans. And it's really, am I doing it with with arrogance in my heart? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, it says all such boasting is evil. And then verse 17, I mean, Lord, I'm right. if anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. Like, that right there, I... I mean, it's like, okay, Lord, if I know good and I don't do it, that's sin for me. Because we can look at sin like, okay, I don't want to break the Ten Commandments. We just talked about that. And okay, that's sin. But this right here, James is saying, or Jacob rather, is saying that if, if I know good, if I see a friend and they need something and I say, come back tomorrow because I don't feel like getting up right now. That's sin for me if I know the good that I'm to do and I don't do it. That's yeah. sin. If I see a basket at the store that I rolled on out here, yeah, and I just don't feel like taking it in or That's putting good. it in the basket yeah. line, just roll it right here. That makes it an inconvenience for everybody else trying to park in and the person that's got to put them up, yeah. making somebody else's job harder and other person's life harder. Yep. That's sin. Yeah. And I know that it's good. Because sometimes we do stuff and we're not aware. Like, we're just not even aware. Like, oh, I should clean up. You know, just leave stuff. Don't see that. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you are aware and you know the good, and then you don't do it. like Yeah, that's sin. That was a big one. That one carries carries a lot of weight. It does. Because it's it's now it's like, oh, okay. So now it's not just about a bunch of laws and, you know, think. Prescriptions. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, these are this is the judgments of my heart of mm-hmm. things that I'm doing, being observant and aware of what's going on mm-hmm. yeah. here, why I do or don't do or certain things. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot versus it eleven. Is. I mean, it's it's so much you can go, but that's baby. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. Let me give the other half of this baby ass for <laughs> real quick. No, I'm just <laughs> well, I want to get the least. We'll get, our time running out. I want to. See if we can get one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. More. Okay. Well, in. I'm so sorry. I did want to point this out. Mm-hmm. You're not sorry. It's okay. Ver- okay. There's no part verse- of you sorry, but it's fine. <laughs> verse eight and verse nine. 
Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and the joy to gloom. (laughs) Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Mm -hmm. I feel like if I were to... My point is, like with taking verse 9, I thought about how we can just look at something and just take one verse out. And it says, grieve, mourn, and wail, change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Like, if I just were to just simply take that out, it's like, I'm supposed to be sad, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not paying attention to all the whole point of what mm-hmm. he's saying. Mm-hmm. I could just take that out and say, Adrian, the Lord is saying we need to mourn and I need to not laugh no more. You know, it's just mm-hmm. that's not what all he's saying yes. right here. I just wanted to make that point. That's but. good. And, and the very next verse clears it up. Yeah. Yeah. Humble yourselves before the Lord. So that he may lift, lift you up. Lift you. Yeah. You're doing all of this to be lifted up. Yeah. It's like the place of mourning isn't even a place of mourning permanent residence. Yeah. It's there so you recognize where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Then he lifts you up. Yes. Epiphany. But oh, go ahead. I had a dream last night. That is not for here. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in this dream, <clears throat> I went to a grave okay, I guess with my father. Oh, my bad. <laughs> so you, you just said it's not for here. And I was like. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I don't know. Okay. But you said it. Okay. No, let's leave it alone. Let's leave okay. it alone because I really okay. want to get to this last one. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Before, before but, these children okay. um, um, attack Antonio. Okay. But I did. Okay. But to wrap that up real quick. Um, I, but I'm not saying that we, cause we, we do need to humble ourselves. Yes. And so a part of that is if you are, if you have, if you are, I'm sorry, if you do have an adulterous heart, yeah. then you, you need to grieve yes. the sin. Like, yes. yes, you need to mourn and you need to well before the Lord. And you don't need to look at it as a small thing. You need to change your laughter about sin and having an adulterous heart. You need to turn it to mourning and humble yourselves. And then the Lord will lift you up from that. Repent, turn back to the Lord and not look at sin, not look at you having an adulterous heart and giving your heart to other things in this life um, and give it back to the Lord. Yeah. And I would say too, because sometimes the grief is not there yet for the adultery. Mm. And we're like, how do I, how do I get the grief? How do mm. I feel? Like, how do I make myself feel sorrowful about mm. the sin? Mm. And so I think when we when verse seven through 10 is that whole prescription submit. Even yeah. when I'm not ready, even when I don't feel like it, even if I know what to submit to mm-hmm. start there and submit to God in that thing, mm. in that matter, the way that I know how. And as I'm submitting and resisting, I'm coming near to God. And now that I'm coming near to him, I'm getting more of his heart, more of his mind, more of his thought about a matter. And now I'm inclined to want to wash my hands of these things that I've done or said or Mm -hmm. the ways that I've been or behaviors or patterns that I've noticed. Mm -hmm. And that's how I'm purified. Mm -hmm. That's how I'm no longer double-minded because I have submitted and I've come near to God and I've resisted the devil. And now that I have a clear picture because I'm near to God, I can mm-hmm. grieve the right ways. I'm not grieving just because I know I should be sorry. I'm grieving because now I know how this thing is impactful and how it is hurt. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I agree. 
All right. She got me started. I know. I know. I know. It's all good. All right. Well, we'll be moving on.